as you know, a big part of the voting bloc uh, votes for me, a very big part. Some people say more than 50 percent. Nobody knows what the exact number is, but some people say more than 50 percent of the Teamsters vote for me. So we had a very, very productive meeting, I think, with a lot of uh, Teamster representatives upstairs. Okay? Mr. President, uh, the Teamsters also say they want to sit down with Nikki Haley. I'm curious, does that signal to you that they believe they're still a Republican race happening? I don't know that they're going to meet with I mean, she's down at uh, 12 percent. I think a poll came out today. It's 88 to 12. So I don't know. If they want to waste their time, they can do that. That's up to them. This week, President Biden said that he has already decided how he is going to respond to the attack on the uh, three Americans killed. If you were in the White House today, would you strike Iran directly? It wouldn't have happened if I were in the White House. You would have never had this attack. You would have never had the attack on Israel. You would have never had the attack on Ukraine. Uh, you would not have inflation that was, you know, just is destroying our country. The inflation is so bad. Uh, the damage done already by inflation has been so bad. Uh, and while it may be down, you're still up 30 percent. Prices are 30 percent higher than they were four years ago. And uh, that's a bad thing. So you wouldn't have had any of that. But you wouldn't have had attacks on Israel. You wouldn't have had attacks on you wouldn't have had a tax period. They weren't attacking I knocked out ISIS. We, we uh, took over 100 percent of the ISIS caliphate. That was it. We pulled our troops out. Nobody's done what I did. And you would have had no attacks. Putin would not have attacked, guaranteed, for two reasons. The oil went up so high under Biden that they made money by attacking. But for two reasons. The other reason is he wouldn't have done it against me. He would not have done it. We used to talk about Ukraine. It was the apple of his eye. He would have never done it. And uh, Israel would have never been attacked, would have never been attacked. And China wouldn't be talking about Taiwan. So all of these things that, you know, it's so sad to see. And now we here we go with the Middle East again, dropping bombs all over the place. It would have never happened. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump is it true that you're considering a 60% flat here on China? Because Well, I want to bring jobs back to the country. I want to bring jobs back to the United States. We were doing that under the Trump administration at a level like nobody had ever seen. We saved the steel industry. Now, U.S. steel is being bought by Japan. Uh, so terrible. But, yeah, we want to bring jobs back to the country, and sometimes tariffs can do that. But we will bring back millions of jobs to our country, and we're going to start making our product. And we started that process and did very well with it, uh, and we will finish it up. But Right now, a lot of the progress that we made, whether it's on the border, because we had the safest border ever, and now we have the worst border ever. And I mean anywhere. There's never been a border like this ever in the world, what's happening at our border. And I hope the Republicans don't, and the Democrats, don't make a bad border deal, because a bad border deal would be worse than no deal at all. You don't need a deal to tighten up the border and to make it secure. I had this most secure border in history. I didn't have a deal. I didn't have a bill. I said... No people are coming in. No drugs are coming in. We don't want to have uh, human trafficking, which nobody even talks about. That is the number one. You take a look at that border today. Human trafficking is up 114 percent, they say. 114 uh, percent. You wouldn't have that. We were working so hard on human trafficking. You know, it's a horrible thing. You think of it as a, sort of an ancient crime. It's not ancient because of the Internet. It's a tremendous money for, for the people that do it, a tremendous moneymaker. None of that, you would have had none of that 
And uh, now you look at what's happening. The numbers are astronomical. And drugs, too. Drugs pouring in through our border. And you have the, you have the right to close up your border. You don't need bills that complicate it and make it to a level that nobody's going to be able to do it. And the minimum was 5,000 people a day, if that can be right. I, it's hard to believe that that can be right. But they were negotiating to allow 5,000 people a day. That's a tremendous amount. Nobody wants to have that happen to our country. And they're still not going to know where they're coming from. Right now, we have no idea who these people are that are pouring into our countries. Last night, I watched where they're beating up police officers in New York City, a gang of people that just came in that didn't speak English. Nobody knows who they are, where they come from. And very importantly, they come from, I can tell you, they come from jails and prisons. They come from mental, mental institutions and insane asylums. And they're terrorists. They have a lot of terrorists coming, too. And we don't want them. I'm sorry. You know, so we had a very strong border. Yeah. Jill. I don't understand what. What penalties? I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, that's been proven as far as I'm concerned. And actually, we won in the Court of Appeals. You probably saw that. That case has been largely won in the Court of Appeals. Uh, that was a political case coordinated with the White House by the Attorney General, I assume is what you're talking about. And we won that case largely in the Court of Appeals. That's a ridiculous case. That case is a ridiculous case. We're appealing it. Uh, it is, she didn't know anything about me. She didn't know when it happened. What, there was nothing. People are looking at that case. It's a disgrace. We're appealing that case. We had a very hostile judge. We're appealing that case. It's a ridiculous case. Traditionally, yeah, please. I would block it. I think it's a horrible thing. When Japan buys U.S. steel, I would block it instantaneously, absolutely. Traditionally, former presidents would get access to intelligence briefings. Biden canceled access to you in 2021. I'm curious, though, if you end up being the Republican nominee like things you're leaving right now, would you expect intelligence briefings as the Republican nominee? I would not give him intelligence briefings because I don't believe he's competent. So I would cancel for him because I don't believe he's competent. Yeah. Can you outline those conversations you've had with people? And is it true that you've, you've told people that you don't want to see Democrats, particularly President Biden, get a win on this? No, I didn't say that. I did say that you have to, if you're not going to get a great border bill, an immigration bill, don't do a bill. If, you're not, if it's not going to be good, if it's not going to solve the border problem, don't do the bill. And that was very important to me. And a lot of people do call me. They respect me. And they say, what do you think? If the bill's not going to be a great bill and really solve the problem, I wouldn't do it at all. Not for political reasons, just for U.S. reasons. Yeah, you could view it either way, frankly. I, I just want to see a great bill. This isn't Republican or Democrat. That's a terrible bill. 5,000 people a day, that's a lot. That's like record-setting stuff. Uh, no. I want to see a great bill. If we get a great bill, we should do it. If we don't get a great bill, but I don't think you're going to get a great bill. And if you're starting at 5,000 people a day, it's insane.
It's insane. You know, it's interesting. We just had a meeting with the Teamsters, and one of the biggest problems they have is millions of people are pouring into the country. And that's a killer for the Teamsters, and I'm going to stop it. And that's why the Teamsters, I think, support me. Now, I don't know if the top people will support me. We're going to have to find that out. But within the union itself, I have tremendous support. Well, I don't know. I mean, they never do that. They never give it. But I felt, I felt, yeah, I mean, we have a good shot, I think. They like what I do. Uh, they never had better, a better four years than they had during the Trump administration. I can say that for a lot of businesses and a lot of people, African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, they had the best four years they've ever had, every one of them. Well, I think the UAW made a terrible decision. And by allowing all electric cars, they're all going to be made in China. You're going to have no jobs over here. But I will not allow all electric cars. I'm going to have all kinds of cars because the electric mandate is, is a disaster. They don't go far enough. They cost too much. We don't have the materials to make them, but China does. And you've heard me say it a hundred times. Uh, no, I would end that. I would, you can buy an electric car, absolutely, but you're also going to be able to buy other types of cars and types of, types of propulsion, depending on what you want. You're going, to, you're going to be able to buy what you want to buy. We went, uh, many of you were there, uh, Iowa, where it was 40 degrees below zero on voting night. 40 degrees below zero. And uh, did you notice all those cars pulled over to the side? They were all electric cars. They don't work well in cold weather. That was, that was very cold weather. I just want to say, though, uh, we had an incredible month. We beat in Iowa, knocked out the competition, and got the best vote percentage-wise, margin-wise, of any candidate that ever ran. And we went to New Hampshire. We got the most votes of anybody that ever ran, and the, actually the most That's sort of like a home run record. Who had the most home runs? Who had the most hits? We got the most votes of anybody that ever ran in the New Hampshire primary. So, I mean, we just had an incredible time. We're now focused on Nevada, which is next, and we think we're going to do there, get close to 100 percent of those votes. And then uh, we have the islands coming up, too, by the way. You know that. Don't forget that. Uh, that's uh, for about four delegates, but we have that coming up. And then we go to a place that's been very good to me and I've been very good to them is South Carolina. I think we're going to do great there. We see a poll today that we're like 40 points up. In fact, we actually went up over the last week or two. But right now we're going out, as you know, next week we're going to Nevada where we have the caucus, the big caucus, and uh, I think we'll do very well. Yes. I don't understand the question. Go ahead, say it again louder. Sorry, excuse me. Your uh, trade representative has praised. Which one? Uh, Bob Lighthouse. Okay. Has praised Joe Biden's policies on his approach to China and cities has, has a great respect for Catherine Tai. How can you campaign against a platform that your own team has supported? Well, I don't know her. I can only say that the tariffs should be higher, in my opinion. And I have a lot of respect for Bob. He's done a great job. I mean, he's, he's really been very good and highly respected. Uh, I think he's got a friend. I don't know her, but he's friendly. Are you considering tariffs as high as 60% for Chinese goods? We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. What I want to do is bring back manufacturing into our country. I want to make, I want to make the cars sold by China 
in here in the United States. And I think we'll do that. And I had a very good relationship with China. It uh, came apart when we had the COVID situation. Uh, I didn't want to. That was a step too far. What happened there was a step too far. And I said from the beginning it was Wuhan and it was Wuhan. But I had a very good relationship with China. But we want China to manufacture here. We don't want China to make their cars in China. And, you know, Bob and I have these discussions all the time. And there's pros and cons, but there's not very many of them. The fact is, we want them to manufacture. We want them to spend money in this country. But if they're going to sell cars in this country, they should make them in this country. We want them to make them in this country. We want them to put our workers to work. Thank you all very much. Any other question? I'm just curious. I know you've repeatedly said D.C. is just falling off the map in terms of crime. Yeah. I'm just curious, now that you're here for the day, uh, what would you do if back in the White House to actually make D.C. safer? I don't know if you saw, there was a pretty brutal carjacking in D.C. just this week. They killed one man, seriously hurt another. Yeah. So... You used to come to D.C. and it was safe and you felt great and you'd come in from Nebraska, you'd come in from Iowa, you'd come in from different places and you'd say, wow, this is so beautiful, so safe, so nice. Now you come in and you have a good chance of being shot. They had three people killed last week, too. So, uh, you know, it's just the crime has is, is got to be you have to you have to have strong, tough procedures on law enforcement and they don't have them. And I know a lot of the police in D.C. I got to know them. They're great. But they're not allowed to do their job. You have to let them do their job. It's a crime fest right now, and we can't have that. Also, physically, graffiti all over the place, garbage all over the roads, medians falling down on the roadways. It, I mean, when people, when foreign leaders come to this country, they probably look around and they say, this is D.C. The graffiti is horrible. You have white columns, beautiful white columns, and you'll have a swastika on the white column. It's got to be, the place has got to be cleaned up, made, it's got to be made great again, to be very honest with you, because it was something so special. You think about over the years, and frankly, in my term, when I saw tents starting to form in the parks, we took them out. We had to take them out immediately, because once you have, you know, you can take out two or three when you have a thousand but you look at what's happening with the homeless in D.C. and probably the migrants, too, because the migrants are coming into D.C. at levels that they've never seen before, in all fairness to D.C. And you have hundreds of thousands of people coming into this country, millions and millions of people. A lot of them are coming right here. We have to make our capital safe and we have to make it clean and respected and beautiful. And that's part of my plan. And we're going to run it through the federal government. And it's going to be run very tough and very smart and very safe. People are coming here and they're getting shot. They come here for an evening. I want to see the Lincoln Memorial. I want to see something. I want to see something so beautiful. I want to look at the Capitol building. I want to look at the White House. And they go home in a casket. Not going to happen. We're going to straighten it out. I realize you said, realize you said that it wouldn't have happened, meaning the strikes in Jordan, if you were president. But, but uh, President Biden is now facing a decision uh, to, to react. What would you do with well, the first thing you do is you don't say what you're going to do. And he shouldn't be saying what he's doing. He says, well, we're thinking about doing something. You got to do it. You got to get it done. But it's so important that I have to say this. This should have never happened. When I was president, Iran had no money. They had no money to do this. They had money to live, but they didn't have money to do this. We would have made a great deal with them. I would say, had it worked out differently, two weeks after the election, we would have had a great deal with Iran, and they would have been ha we, everybody would have been happy. 
Instead, Iran now has $200 billion, and they're spreading their money all over the place. And things are happening that would have never happened with me. And most Democrats agree with that. It's very interesting. I watched on uh, over the weekend one of the shows, and they said, uh, two people said, I, I do agree that this would not have happened with Trump as president. So. One of the team's executive board members objected to your visit today, calling you a known union buster, scab, yeah, well, they're wrong about that. I, I've dealt with unions for my whole life. I've had a great relationship with unions, and I do it both ways, frankly. I mean, I have unions, and some jobs I have non-unions. Some parts of the country, does, they really don't have unions, actually. If you wanted a union, they don't have them. Other parts, I happen to grow up in New York, and I've done great there, and we had uh, all union just about. Now, I could have gone a different way, but I didn't. You know, you have companies that will build non-union in New York, but I didn't do that. And I think they respected that. I think we had a great meeting today. It's going to be very interesting. Nice to see you all. Thank you very much. What do you say to American um, manufacturers and American business owners who argue that the country needs more workers, not less? Because it's not just Well, most people need it closed down, and I can tell you, uh, uh, and uh, people feel differently about different things, but uh, the unions and the Teamsters, if they don't have it closed down, they're not going to exist. They're not going to be able to exist. So thank you very much. Thank you. I think they're making a terrible mistake if they vote for the bill. This is a terrible bill. Terrible bill for our country. It's a terrible bill. 5,000 people alone. Don't even look at the rest of the bill. 5,000 people a day coming into our country. This is who's negotiating this bill. Now, be a terrible bill. Thank you all. We'll see you on the trail, right? It looks like it's better. My hand? Yeah, cover what happened the other day. What was wrong with it? You didn't see the photos? No. No. What was wrong with it? The other one. You want to tell us what happened with it? Nothing. Maybe it's AI. <laughs> Nothing. I, I didn't see. I didn't see that. So. No, the infrastructure is very important for the teamsters because they're the ones that largely build it. We had a great meeting today. It was really nice.